Well, it's exactly now 16 minutes after nine, uh, South African time on this beautiful night, beautiful evening, my beloved, wonderful listeners of uh, Merkaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. I know everybody's excited because it's uh, it's the night of Jumu'ah, uh, Ustad. And of course, tonight is, can you believe it? Can you believe it? The 16th of Muharram, 1445. 16 days gone. Of the beautiful month of Muharram My beloved wonderful listeners of uh, uh, The voice of Ahlus Sunnah Wal Jama'ah Of course Ustad will be with us now He will be joining us from Lady Smut He will be with us from now till 10 o'clock Insha'Allah And um, our topic this evening is uh, Our Ustad is going to answer I think just for 5 or 10 minutes uh, Somebody posed a question this morning On our Asafina to Ilal Jannah What rights does a wife have in regarding her visiting her parents, what rights does a wife have in regarding her visiting her parents? Sometimes we 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 ask ourselves, Ustad, say if, if the husband doesn't want to, maybe he's got his reasons, but he doesn't want uh, his wife to go and visit her parents. What does she do? Does she listen to the husband, or does she just make sabr? Of course, our main topic this evening is on Malakul Mot, the angel of death, the angel of mort. Malana Salim Karim is going to be touching on Hazrat Hassan and Hussein, and of course, uh, the life they led, the Qurbani, the sacrifices they made, what sacrifices they made. And the question is, are you and I ready to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Honestly, genuinely, my beloved listeners, are you ready for mort? You know, Malala Salim Karim was saying, Malala, where are the youth of today? Where are they? What are they, what are they busy doing? Ustad, welcome to the program, the discussion. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Malala, ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban to you and our esteemed listeners on this beautiful evening of the night of Jumu'ah din wahi din hai jo teri yaad mein guzar jaye raat wahi raat hai jo teri yaad mein guzar jaye every day every moment is a blessed moment if it's utilized in the remembrance of Allah and every night is a mubarak and blessed night if we utilize it in the remembrance of Allah alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah, wakafa wa salamun ala ibadihi al-ladhin astafa. Amma abadu fa'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Qala Allah ta'ala fil Qur'anil majid wal furqanil hamid. إِنَّ اللَّهَ وَمَلَائِكَتُهُ يُصَلُّونَ عَلَى النَّبِيِّ يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا صَلُّوا عَلَيْهِ وَسَلِّمُوا تَسْلِيمًا اللهم صل على سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد وبارك وسلم وقال تعالى في مقام آخر يا أيها الذين آمنوا قوا أنفسكم وأهليكم نارا 
Respected listeners, brothers and sisters in Islam, Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with the most beautiful deen. And a good question is, we have made effort in every aspect of our life. But have we made effort in improving and increasing our taqwa levels and connecting with Allah Rabbul Alameen? Because the shan of a mu'min walladheena amanu ashaddu hubban lillah that those who believe they love Allah. So the big question here is, Sahaba Ikram carried out their responsibility, their devotion, their sacrifices, their amals and their deeds. And Alhamdulillah, absolute perfect role models of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa and for us. They have delivered the message of Islam to us, our duties and responsibilities to Allah and His Rasul and to the creation of Allah. The question here is, have we done enough as far as Allah's rights are concerned and the rights of fellow human beings? Have we improved in our akhlaq? As somebody said, you know, when you change your life, don't boast about it. Just blossom, carry on. So have we changed our mindset? Have we changed our thinking? Have we changed our attitude? Someone asked the wise man, Molana, why doesn't Allah listen to me when I ask him and I beg him in my du'as? You and I have the same query. But why doesn't Allah listen to me when I ask of him? So the wise man replied and smiled and said, Likewise, Allah does not punish you when you are committing the guna. Imagine if Allah has to punish us immediately 
as we're committing the guna and sin, what would have been our position? Allah Pak is giving you and me a grace, a window period after we commit the guna. Allah Pak says, there's a strong possibility my banda will make tawbah in the morning and I'll forgive him. Or by the evening, he'll realize his mistake and he'll beg my forgiveness and I'll forgive him. So it is Allah's mercy upon the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam that Allah does not punish us immediately. One, Rasulullah cried to Allah that Allah, I'm begging you for three du'as for my ummah. Number one, Allah, don't destroy them totally. This du'a was answered. Mm. Number two, Allah, don't disfigure my ummah. Allahu Akbar. <laughs> because of the gunas and sins, the Bani Israel, Allah Pak, turned them into monkeys. They spoke like humans, but they behaved like monkeys. Allah, don't destroy my ummah. Number two, Allah, don't disfigure my ummah. And number three, Allah, don't let my ummah clash with swords and fight with each other. In Allah's wisdom, this dua was not accepted. So respected brothers, as Mulana said, there's two things that I want to bring to the notice of our brothers and sisters in Islam. Is how do we live as a family? How important it is to live as a happy go family, happy go family. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam said, Khiyarukum, the best amongst you, is he who is good to his family, and I am good to my family. So it shows family ties have great importance in Islam. Allah Ta'ala will reward you prosperity-wise and Allah will give you a long life if you carry out your duty as family ties are concerned. So in society, we have this problem. Mother-in-law and daughter-in-law. Father-in-law, son-in-law. Why this animosity? Why this misunderstanding? Why this mistrust? Respected brothers, har bimari ka elat. You know, we all are looking for cure. But if we are Allah conscious, har bimari ka elat, muhabbate ilahi. You love Allah, then you love Allah's creation. As Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, "Ke wajibat muhabbati." Allah Pak says, "Hadis Qudsi." When Allah Ta'ala directly speaks to us, it's named and called the Hadith Qudsi, that Allah Pak Himself is speaking. For who? Allah's love is always prevalent for who? That those who love each other and express love for each other for the pleasure of Allah. Now imagine a daughter-in-law and mother-in-law expressing love to each other for the pleasure of Allah. 
سی ہاؤ ڈو وی مینٹین اے گڈ ریلیشن شپ مولانا کوسچن دیٹ ہاؤ آفن First of all, nobody can stop her. It is her haq to visit her parents. But obviously, with the permission of her husband. Number two, as I said, if the husband can use his discretion, that if I'm sending my wife to, my, to her parents' home and the environment back home is not conducive, then he has a right to say, no, you should stay at home, inshallah, al-Aziz. But if her parents want to come and visit her, the husband has no rights to stop her parents to come and visit her. Mm. The parents have no rights. The husband has no rights to stop her parents from talking to her. So Islam is about justice and equality. And Morana, to build up a good relationship, you must miss your husband so much. Morana, you must miss your family so much. That everything revolves about, around them. You can't be separated from your husband and your family. Yes. After ibadat of Allah, your duty to your parents is of utmost importance. وَقَضَى رَبُّكَ أَنْ لَا تَعْبُدُوا إِلَّا إِيَّاهُ وَبِالْوَادِ بَيْنِ حِسَانًا But once you get married, your husband is your priority. His obedience, to, your obedience to him is of priority. Yes, you will make dua for your parents, you make khidmat for your parents, you will help your parents, alhamdulillah. That goes without saying. But once you make nikah, then your priority is your husband. Okay. And for the daughter-in-laws and mother-in-laws to build and strengthen the relationship, Mulana, the sihat to the daughter-in-laws, okay, always be polite to your mother-in-law. Talk to her with respect, with politeness. You want to win the heart over. Then these are some of the points that you should consider and apply it in your life. You know, there is so much of bad blood between daughter-in-laws and mother-in-laws. There's a beautiful, humorous statement here. Mm. That I haven't been speaking to my mother-in-law for 18 months. Mm. Oh, no? And guess what? I don't like to interrupt her. I haven't spoken to my mother-in-law for 18 months. Ya Allah. I don't like to interrupt her. Mm, 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 so that shows mm, there's no bond, there's no respect, there's no love. No communication. So if a daughter-in-law wants to win over her mother-in-law and have a fantastic relationship, I want to Always be polite to your mother-in-law. Get to know each other. The problem here is mm. we live a separate life. We don't want to socialize. We don't want to speak to each other. We don't want to communicate with each other. So to build up a good relationship, your mother-in-law, your husband and yourself, then get to know each other, especially your mother-in-law. Number three, ask her for advice. Yes, alhamdulillah, as daughter-in-laws, we are educated. Alhamdulillah, we have studied, we have degrees. We have a lot of other things to our credit. But experience comes from elderly people. 
You can have all the degrees and all the experience. But experience, it comes with age and it comes with wisdom. So ask her for advice. She's senior to you. Number four, give her compliments. Mm. Your mother-in-law is looking pretty or nice. Or she's prepared something good. She's wearing a good outfit. Give her compliments. This is a very big thing in life, Molana. Mm. You know, psychologically, when you say a good word to somebody, it just brings happiness to them. So give her compliments. Number five, offer her practical help. You can see your mother-in-law is busy with the dishes or preparing a meal. Alhamdulillah, go to the kitchen. Though maybe it's not your turn. Maybe it is understanding that one day the wife will cook, one day my mother-in-law will cook. Subhanallah, if there is understanding and trust between the people who live in that house and especially in the kitchen, there'll be a lot of peace and harmony. So sometime, maybe it's not your turn to cook. The mother-in-law is busy preparing. Mm. Go and help. Shima, can I help you? Can I take over? Subhanallah. And acknowledge the good things she does. Respect her beliefs and priorities. Sometimes, Marana, our parents, especially our mothers and grandmothers, they come from the old school of God. They have certain principles, certain values. You need to respect that. And if you have to correct some of it, then Alhamdulillah, use hikmat and wisdom. And he also finally set boundaries with her. So inshallah, make it known to her that these are the things that I like and these are the things that I don't like. So Mulana, the question here is, a healthy family relationship, love each other for the pleasure of Allah, treat each other for the pleasure of Allah. Mm. Number two, wajabat mahabbati. And Hadith Qudsi, Allah Pak says, My love and my muhabbat is upon those who spend mm. for the pleasure of Allah. So if you keep your wife happy, you keep your husband happy, Alhamdulillah, there won't be this need that I want to escape and go away. Yes, I want to in this house. Every weekend comes, I want to go to my parents. You will miss your husband. But create that environment, create that love, that respect, that chemistry. So what about muhabbat? Allah Pak says, my muhabbat and love is for those who spend in the path of Allah on each other. Allah Ta'ala says, I love them. And what about muhabbati? And my muhabbat and my love is for those who keep family ties. If I'm going to break family ties with my mother-in-law or daughter-in-law, see, I'm going to break ties with my husband. And we're going against the principles of Islam. Sharia. And number four, multiple yadkaro. Always think that today I'm here, tomorrow I'm born. Make the best of life. And inshallah, if you will recite Quran, Allah will bring great love and muhabbat in that house. Now, let me explain a few things, Moana. As I said, if we have a fantastic relationship with our spouses mm. and our in-laws, as Rahi Bastawi, the great poet, he said, you see, we invest in our daughters. 
when the daughter leaves home, she's sobbing. The parents are crying because they brought up this gem, this beautiful flower, nurtured her, repaired her, and all of a sudden, you have to give her away. She's gone. From the day my daughter stepped out of the house and she's gone to a new home. My whole life's earning is gone. The father and mother invested in this daughter. They educated her. They taught her domestic matters, how to cook, how to clean, how to behave as a wife, how to behave as a mother. They gave her beautiful mm. teaching. The whole life responsibility is gone. She is now the property of her husband. So, Allah Ta'ala grant us tawfiq that we can fulfill hukukul ibad. Ameen, ameen. And only when you are conscious of Allah and you are conscious of your death, that I'm going to be answerable to Allah for my injustice, my inequality, my rude behavior, my zulm, my oppression, and my insulting, then definitely, Remember the destroyer of all happiness, that is death. Just to give you, that when Allah loves you, Allah announces it amongst the angels. The angels announce it amongst them in the heavens. And then further, the angels announce it to the people of this world. Hmm. And people announce it amongst themselves. Allah Ta'ala is banda se muhabbat karta hai. Allah Ta'ala loves this banda. Sometimes you find it amazing, Mulana. How is it people just love this person? They just love this alim or they just love this individual. They just love this wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because Allah loves you. You're obedient to Allah. You're subservient to Allah. You're following the sunnah of Rasulullah. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. I want to give you two examples. That I said, let's also switch. That are we ready for more? Have we written out our world? Have we made out our wasiyah? Have we made out and paid our debt? Very few of us have done it. Most of us are definitely careless and we're waiting for all age to come. And we die without a will and cause so much of stress and difficulties in sorting out the estate. So when Allah loves you, Allah, Allah announces it to the angels. Hazrat Sa'ad radiallahu ta'ala, the sahabi of Rasulullah, Allah loved Rasulullah loved him. So when he passed away, so many thousands of angels and malaikas descended for his janazah that there was no place to walk. Rasulullah was tiptoeing. Mm. You know, when there's a huge crowd, mm. you can't walk freely. You've got to be on your toes, trying to get space to walk. 
So Huzur sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was absolutely walking on his toes. So one Sahabi saw Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and said, Ya Rasulullah, why are you walking like this? Today we see you walking differently. See the answer Rasulullah. Huzur sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Today, so many angels have come for the janazah of Hadrat Sa'ad. There is no place to walk. And many times you see when a person is pious and loved by Allah, thousands of people attend the janazah. Mm. People who don't know you and people who know you. Mm. Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal gave his life and he said, that Allah's kalam is not a creation. And the Qazi or the king of that zamana imprisoned him. They lashed him. They hit him. They did the worst of torture to him because he stood up for Haq. When he passed away, so somebody one day said to Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal, that you think you are very pious or maybe inshallah you are the best amongst us? Is that true? So he says, no, I never claimed any of this. But inshallah, the day I die, my janazah will speak for itself whether Allah loved me or Allah didn't love me. Mm. And Mullah Azim, there were hundreds and thousands of people who attended the janazah of Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal. So it shows that when Allah Ta'ala puts love for you in the hearts of people, mm. because you are muttabir, sunnah, then that's the dignity and respect Allah will give to you. As the shayir said, Ashik ka janazah hai. This janazah that is being carried is the janazah of a beloved of Allah. Zara doom se nikli. You know, like when somebody wants to to honor you, mm. have a new car, you find the bridegroom leaving. Gee, they want to honor him. See? So Shair is saying that this janaza that you all are carrying, ye ka janaza hai. Mm. give it the due respect. Let it come out okay? so the world can see. You see the reality when a child is born, mm. the child's fist is closed. Any baby, inshallah, you will see when they're born. Gee, the first is closed. It's an indicator that everything I want is for this dunya. I want it all for me. But the day a person dies, Mulana, you'll find his palms are open. Hmm. It's an indicator that I'm going empty-handed here. Nobody's with me. Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. Allah Pak sent. You see, you see when, when, you, Allah, when you love to meet Allah, Allah loves to meet you. If you dislike to meet Allah, Allah will dislike to meet you. When the time came for Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salam, Allah Ta'ala sent Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salam. Go and take the soul of my Khalil. Mm. So Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam said to Malak al-Mafu, Kabhi Khalil bhi Khalil ki ruh ko kabz karta hai. Hmm. 
there's a bosom friend takes or snatches away the soul of his beloved. Kabi Khalil bi Khalil ki ruh kabz karta hai. Sure. Israel alayhi salam goes back to Allah and says, Bari ta'ala, see what your Khalil is saying. Your Khalil is saying, does a bosom friend take away or snatch the soul of his beloved? So Allah Pak said to Hazrat Jibrail, go and tell my Khalil. Ji, Allahu Akbar. Kya kabhi dost do se mulaqat karne se inkar karta hai? Does a friend reject to meet his friend? Kabhi dost, we all want to see Allah. Inshallah, it's the best day. It's going to be the day when you meet Allah. Yawma al-Qaq. There'll be so much of noor on our faces because every Friday Allah Ta'ala will recite Quran. Allah Pak will sit on the member of noor. And Allah will recite Kalam-e-Pak for us. When Allah's makhluk reads such beautiful Quran, <laughs> we become emotional. Tears are streaming down our eyes. Imagine Allah who created us and it is Allah's kalam. Kalamul muluki mulukul kalam. Baachaho ka kalam, baachaho ala kalam hota hai. Imagine Allah Pak is going to read Quran for us. Allah Pak revealed the Quran on Muhammadur Rasulullah. Waratti lil Quran akar. La tuharrik lisana ka lita'jala bi. Hazrat Jibrail salam was teaching Rasulullah the Quran. Kudu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was trying to buy heart it quickly so he doesn't forget. Allah Ta'ala said, La tuharrik tisanaka ita'ajalabi. Inna alayna jam'ahu wa Quran. We have compiled it and we'll recite it to you. So sometime Rasulullah, see I'm trying to say, when insan reads Quran, how emotional we become. When Huzur sallallahu alayhi wa sallam recited Qur'an, how emotional Rasulullah became. One day Rasulullah said to Hazrat Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, one of the Sahaba, please read a passage of the Qur'an for me. Hmm. So Sahaba and Kiram said, Ya Rasulullah, Allah has revealed the Qur'an on you. How can we read in front of you? So Rasulullah said, sometime, I like to listen to Allah's kalam from somebody else. Mm, Subhanallah. Every day you're eating food from the food that your wife has cooked. And sometimes you say, you know, I like to eat my mother's food today. Or I like to eat my sister's food. A change in environment, a change in taste. Rasulullah is saying to the Sahaba that I love to listen to the Quran from y'all. So Hazrat Abdullah ibn Mas'ud or another Sahabi, فَكَيْفَ إِذَا جِئْنَا مِنْ كُلِّ أُمَّةٍ بِشَهِيدٍ وَجِئْنَا بِكَ عَلَى هَوْلَاءِ شَهِيدًا Read this verse. What is going to be the position when you will be brought, we as the Ummah, to testify and be witnesses 
for the other ummah that their Nabi of Allah had given them the mission and had given them the message of the book. When Allah is going to make us witnesses. And Rasulullah's tears were rolling when this ayat was being recited. So one Sahabi tapped him and said, Look up and see, Rasulullah is crying. Allahu Akbar. When last did you and me cry, Mulana, when we read Quran? No. When we read Quran, either we're reading with our mind. You go to Isali Sawab, there's khatam taking place. The people are worried and excited. We want to finish five Qurans, ten Qurans. We want to finish 41 Yasin. And how do we read the Yasin or the Quran? The normal Hafiz of Quran will take 15 to 20 minutes. He's by hearted the Quran. But subhanAllah, some of us who are non Hafizes, we keep flipping the pages in five minutes, we finish one Sipara. <laughs> We are making mazak of the Qur'an? No. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives you and me tawfiq. So coming back to our topic, Mulana. Where are the youth today? That's the last thing that I said. If you look at the grandsons of Rasulullah, look at the sacrifice he made to Islam. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam one day woke up in a fright. And one of the wives of Rasulullah observed that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam woke up in a shock. Rasulullah is perspiring. And she asked Ya Rasulullah, what happened? Why are you so disturbed? Rasulullah said, Hazrat Jibrail alayhi salatu wasalam brought me the sand, a red color sand from Karbala. And said that your ummah, people from your ummah, will make him shaheed. This is a sand where mm. he is going to become shaheed. Was shown to Rasulullah sallallahu Rasulullah said, whoever loves Hassan and Hussein loves me. And whoever shows no respect for them is showing no respect for me. Mm. They are the flowers of my heart. They are my two sons. They are the leaders of Jannah. While Hassan and Hussein Sayyida Shababi Ahli Jannah. So, if Sahaba Kiram were young, they devoted to their lives to Rasulullah and to the Quran. That was the beautiful quality of the Sahaba. Okay, whatever instructions came from Allah, what did they say? We listen and we obey. So, Sahaba Kiram. They had this great spirit of jihad. They all wanted to become shaheed in the path of Allah. The dua that Rasulullah taught us, Allahumma barik lana fil maut wa fi maut. So take the two grandsons of Rasulullah. For the youth, what great role models can Hazrat Hassan and Hussein radiallahu ta'ala? Look at their mizaj, look at their tabiyat, look at their kindness, their love, their devotion. And who's the mother? Hazrat Fatima radiallahu ta'ala anha. Who's the father? 
حضرت علی رضی اللہ تعالی محمد الرسول
to run the home affairs, see, if we don't train them and equip them with the basic knowledge and experience that Allah mm. has given us, then that family is doomed. Mm. There is no leadership left. As somebody asked Hadrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala, man nikah, what is marriage? Mm. So he said, sururu shahrin, one month of happiness. You make the wrong choice, Mulana, then this is what happens. One month's happiness, then kusuru zahrin, you have to go and break your back and work and feed your wife and children. And thirdly, humumu dahrin, there is no muhabbat, there is no peace, there is no understanding, there is no love. Your whole life is about grief and sorrow and regret. Humum comes from the word gham, in sadness. The rest of your life, there is no happiness and joy. And in the end, we have to go to the qabr. And then, one day, Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala stood at the grave and said, Ya Ahl al-Kubur, O people who are lying in this grave, you left behind big, big empires, huge palatial homes, beautiful cars. Your wealth has been distributed. Somebody else is enjoying it. Your children are deprived. There's no one to look after those sons and daughters anymore. Because they still masoom their children. You passed away young. Now, who's supposed to be looking after those children? The uncles should come in. The best home is that home where there's a yatim child. Allah loves that home. Where there's an orphan child. And look at the sawab Allah gives to you to look after an orphan child. Your sister's children, your brother's children. See? Your cousin's children in Abalir, father has passed away. Mm. Oh, the mother has passed away. So Adha Ali radiallahu ta'ala is addressing the grave. Ya Ahl al-Kubur, I'm going to end it here, Mulana. Mm-hmm. Your wealth is now distributed. Somebody else is enjoying it. Yes. Your <laughs> children are deprived. No one to be a fatherly figure for them. And your wives, Zuvijat, is married to somebody else. He's born. There's nothing wrong. It's sunnah to get married to a divorced woman. It's sunnah to get married to a widow. But the Guru said to Adra Jabir, why didn't you marry a virgin wife so you could have enjoyed her and she could have enjoyed you? Adra Jabir said, Ya Rasulullah, I had a reason. I have young daughters. Gee, I need a motherly figure to look after my daughters. I couldn't bring a young wife who are her, my daughter's age, I need somebody of experience and somebody who can serve them and look after them and nurture them. So that's what's the reality of life. Each one of us are going to face. Tomorrow I'm dead and born. My wife will get married to somebody else. Life will carry on. My children will be deprived and my wealth will be squandered or utilized properly. Allah knows best. We are not taking cognizance and taking guidance. So may Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. Allah mm. keep there's jazbah of shahadat alive in our lives. And Allah Ta'ala give us mouth of shahadat. Ameen. And Allah Ta'ala grant us khusni khatima. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.
Allahu Akbar, subhanallah, subhanallah. Well, it's 10 o'clock uh, on this beautiful night, beautiful evening, beautiful words from our beloved, honorable, respected Fadilatul Ustad. I do have some questions. I did take the questions down. I will be posing to our beloved Ustad Saturday morning, inshallah. And yes, uh, you do want the podcast. We will send the podcast out as well about are you ready for Mot for the angel of death. Ustad, Jazakumullah khairan. Fi amanila. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ustad. We're going to love you and leave you on this beautiful night. See you guys tomorrow morning, same time, same place on our program, As Safina to Ilal Jannah. From myself and my beloved engineer, Allahumma Hadina, Wahadibina, Wahadina, Sajamia, Assalamu alaikum, Warahmatullahi, Wabarakatu.